is going on, everybody? Uh, real quick, before we even get started, you got to know, we, we are literally dying laughing probably every time we do this intro because we always, I, I don't know why. Anyway, Colton Cockrell here. I'm a certified financial fiduciary and an independent financial advisor with Sharon McKinley Group. Uh, I want to welcome you to Bridge the Gap. We're connecting business perspectives. And with me, as always, I want to introduce my lovely co-host, Ms. Trisha Stetzel. Thank you, Colton. Trisha Stetzel, Results Extreme Business Solutions, powered by... Focal Point Business Coaching and Training. And Trisha, why are we here? What is the purpose of this podcast? Wow. So it's really important, right? This whole thing about why we're here. Mm-hmm. So together, you and I interview local business professionals and industry experts, like our beautiful guests today. Yes. Our goal is to bridge the generational gender and experience gap in business through our own unique styles of gathering information from our guests. And all this could not be possible without our fantastic sponsors. And first, we have Jim Butcher Jimmy. with Allegiance Bank. He's a relationship banker there and one of the best. He is one of the best bankers and business associates. And friend. And friend. And workout partner. Oh, yes. He is a beast. <laughs> that's another That's another podcast, though. Yeah, it is. And then also Pat Lee, who is actually our editor. He is the owner of Video Envy. And again, he does great work as well. He's actually done some stuff for you. He does. Mm. Yeah. And so now... Enough about us and the podcast. Let's talk about our beautiful guest we have yes, in our I'm room so today. Excited. Our very own bookkeeper, Miss Sherry Curran. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sherry, I do want to read your. Uh, you just gave me a little blurb. Mm-hmm. I do want to read it real quick. I think it's called a bio, not a blurb. Oh, sorry, a bio. <laughs> well, it's it's like three sentences. That's a blurb, right? That's a bio. Okay, find a bio. All right. So, after thirty years of experience. With small business bookkeeping, Sherry launched a firm where she and her staff offer remote bookkeeping services and support to service-based businesses across the country. And Sherry, I, I know you pretty well, and you've been doing this for a while. And it was first for your husband's company, and then you expanded because other people were asking you to do it. Yeah. So you have a lot of experience in this. Yep, over 30 years. <laughs> so that, that's a lot, and that's why we wanted you on the show today, because that experience is valuable. Um, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into questions. Is that okay? Sounds great. Let's get started. Trisha. You gotta let me go first. Ladies first. I know, I know. Look at me. Chivalry is not dead. All right. So let's start with something simple, Sherry. Um, I already have a CPA. Why in the world would I need a bookkeeper? Well, from my experience, CPAs don't typically do bookkeeping and they are two separate functions. Um, if they have bookkeeping in their firm, it's usually um, they have bookkeepers on staff because the bookkeeping process is your day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month process of gathering and tracking the financial information. And then the CPA will do projects needed and especially tax preparation. Okay, all right, well that's good information. No, it is, and so, you know, being a business owner, um, do I need to keep my business account and my checking account separate or can I just co-mingle my my funds. Um, yes, absolutely. You need to keep them separate. It is best practice to do that. And then if you have any kind of a situation of being audited or reviewed for any reason, you need to have the information separate. And if you are working as an entity like an LLC or a C Corp or something like that, um, it absolutely has to be separate because the entity is separate from your personal. Hmm. So it's the entity that is recording all of the financial information. And so if you have personal thrown in there with that, it's just not accepted. It's not proper bookkeeping. Well, 
I'm glad that it's separate. It's mm-hmm. separate. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> well, and I think that commingling is like a dirty word, right? Commingling yeah. funds. That, that's a financial term. I, yeah. <laughs> it's a bad, dirty word in the financial industry. Yeah. yeah. So, Sherry, what about, um, so I'm a small business owner. I don't have a staff. And I really just keep my books in a spreadsheet. Is mm-hmm. that okay? You know, it's okay if you're keeping um, good records. I've just found from my own experiences with different prospects and clients that I've spoken with that you just, it's impossible to keep it completely accurate and up to date. And you're limiting yourself because when you have a program like QuickBooks or something like that, um, you're able to extract information that you just have a harder time in a spreadsheet Mm -hmm. unless you're just like an amazing spreadsheet formula builder (laughs) you know it's just really um, hard to keep that information uh, or to extract that and so there's just so much more that you can accomplish and if you're wanting to grow your business you just really need to take that extra step but the the key is to be accurate and up-to-date and tracking every financial piece of information that's happening in your business. Sure, and I I actually, I don't mean to talk over you, but uh, I was actually at a presentation of yours uh, just last month, I Mm -hmm. think, Mm -hmm. and uh, you were talking about reporting, so I'm assuming if I'm a small business owner and I'm using a spreadsheet, those reports are practically impossible. Yeah, they really are, and you know, I don't know what kind of a ninja you'd have to be with a spreadsheet (laughs) to be able to do that, but um, yeah, with um, a program, like I said, QuickBooks, and I say QuickBooks a lot because that's what I use exclusively with my clients, but there's others out there, but when you're using a program like that, it's a click of a button. If you have the information in there, you can um, pull up a report really fast which is something business owners should be looking at regularly is and that is one of the number one things it's kind of a passion of mine because there's so many uh, business owners that don't understand the value of these reports and what they can do for their business Mm -hmm. because pulling up these reports and you know I can explain what each one is but um, pulling them up is giving you a snapshot of where your business is and how it's performing and give you um, insight into things that you need to adjust or change or increase or decrease in order to really project or you know grow your business Mm -hmm. and um, make calculated decisions yeah absolutely and so I do want to I do want to circle back to your previous answer so good records can you go into a little bit more detail what good records would be like the information needed yeah for sure you definitely need all the money coming in and um, going out needs to be recorded uh, in your software or however you're recording it. Not in your spreadsheet. Well, no, that's not ideal. (laughs) But it needs to be recorded one way or another. And not only that, but you need to have a tag on it. I'm trying to think of the most simplistic way of saying that, but it needs to be recorded Um, depending on what it actually is. There's a difference between uh, travel expense and um, legal expense, Mm. you know. Every different type of transaction needs to be recorded as that type that it is. So it's different than just having a checkbook register. Oh yes, it definitely is. It's not just the number that's being recorded, it is the type of transaction. And so then how does keeping the receipts play into that? Because I know with the, getting your tax prepared as a business, you need to keep all your receipts. Yes. 
So well, what's the importance of that? And well, first of all, you're legally responsible to keep your receipts. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's probably the best answer. Again, I'm glad I prefaced that by saying I do it, but. <laughs> and heaven forbid you should be audited. Uh-huh. You know, they're going to need receipts for absolutely everything. So you need to have that. And another pro about having QuickBooks is you can actually digitally record all of those receipts within the QuickBooks program. And so let me just ask, just curious, as a small business, what is what kind of time does that take? So if I was to do everything by myself, um, how much time would I look at each week? Um, okay, I need to have that number because it's going to be different than what it is for me because this is what I do on right, a daily right, basis. Right. Um, but I am imagining it would probably be um, twice the amount of time that it would be for me with, if you're not an expert. And so I would expect about five hours a week. Man, yeah, and that's time I could be putting towards my business, so I, I understand. Mm-hmm. So it really comes down to like that time versus money issue is what I'd rather pay somebody versus doing it myself. Yeah, true. Especially if you're in growth mode, right? Absolutely. And so um, just, again, moving on to another question, because you did bring up QuickBooks. So why, um, and I'm not, I don't want you to you know promote QuickBooks, but right. why do you choose QuickBooks over any other software? What's the... Well, it's just something that I've been familiar with over the years, even though it's evolved over the 30 years that I've been doing bookkeeping. But it's something very familiar for me and QuickBooks Online specifically because the cloud is actually the safest place for you to have your information. I had a client um, this year who was using QuickBooks actually, but the desktop version and it crashed. His computer crashed, and oh he lost no. a lot of information. Oh, gosh. And that was huge. Wow. And then, of course, the risk. I have a friend, um, actually another bookkeeping friend, whose laptop was stolen out of his car. Mm. But you know what? He had all his stuff in the cloud, and it was unfortunate that he lost his laptop. Right. But he didn't lose all the information. Oof, yeah. So two stories to show the um, two sides of well, that The importance question. of having a backup or being on the cloud, right? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> Yeah. So you, we went down the path of reports a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. but we didn't dig into it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, I work with a lot of business owners who tell me they don't have time to look at reports. Mm-hmm. Why in the world do I want to look at reports? Mm-hmm. Can you really dive into the importance of looking at these reports on a monthly basis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of people... Um, that wonder, okay, I'm making so much money. Why don't I have a lot of money in my bank account? And you really can't um, answer that question unless you're looking at reports. And so, um, first of all, like I said before, you need to be able to know what changes need to be made and adjustments. For instance, if you're looking at your income statement, you're seeing all of your different income streams and being able to judge which ones are performing better than others. Maybe one isn't performing at all and you need to maybe think about Mm -hmm. reducing that one or eliminating it altogether because it might even be costing you money to not make money Mm. in that income stream. Then another really big one is looking at all of the expenses on that income statement because a lot of times we've got things coming out of our account that we forgot we signed up for. <laughs> and, you know, it's not right in front of you all the time right. because it's just automatically taken out of your account. So you need to be able to review all of your expenses so you can see what you're doing. And maybe there's something you're spending money on that you could get cheaper somewhere else. 
Well, you definitely made me think now I need to go check my bank account to make sure that I am not right. on any subscriptions that I that you're not for, overdrawn. forgot about. <laughs> no, not overdrawn, but subscriptions. What are you talking Financial about? Financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, now, I do because um, we, we've talked in the past, and I know you're 100% remote. Yeah. So what are, what are the benefits uh, to clients working with a remote bookkeeper? Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to save a lot of time because when you're having to travel to someone's office, even if it's someone here locally, um, that's just taking more time out of your day. And you can just have a quick meeting online or on the phone, um, and we can transfer information remotely. Everything is done just right there on the internet and the information is transferred in an instant so do the so if i have receipts or i have things um and you're my bookkeeper how Mm -hmm. do i deliver how do i get that information to you if it's all remote i have my clients upload it or snap it right into the quickbooks oh nice okay yeah so it's an easy process it really is just gotta make them do it yep that's That's the the hard part And so because you already mentioned this earlier, because it's so important to, you know, for a tax preparer to have all the receipts and everything, just, you know, in case they get audited, how close do you personally work with uh, tax preparers? So if I'm a client, are you constantly updating my uh, tax preparer or how does that work? Yeah, well, it's up to the client if they prefer that. In fact, today I've been talking to a tax preparer for one of my clients. Um, It's just his preference. Mm -hmm. And so I'm happy to do that. And especially because I'm the one that is keeping that information in QuickBooks and I yeah. have the information. And occasionally there's a question that I need to ask the client in regards to that. But I just think it's a good a good match and a good way to, to do that. Yeah, I do want to ask one more question here. I hope you don't mind, Tricia. Hold <sighs> on. So would you rather prefer going on a tropical vacation or skiing in the mountains? that's a hard decision I'd love to do both but Uh, you know uh. what okay I haven't been skiing in the mountains for a really long time so I think I would choose that so skiing or snowboarding skiing so coffee or hot chocolate in the ski lodge coffee okay and then full mask or just like let the face get frostbite can I say partial mask okay I'll give you that one okay Awesome. Okay, that. Okay, wait. Lightning round question. One really important question. <laughs> oh, sorry. What is it? I do because I want to talk a little bit more about Sherry, uh, and not just the skinks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sherry, you and I were having a conversation a little bit earlier about ongoing education, yeah. and I think that's something that you're very passionate about. Mm-hmm. So, talk to me a little bit about how do you keep yourself educated? Are you part of professional organizations? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Well, I am, and but to start off with, um, there is no certification for bookkeepers, okay, okay. and no official training. Huh. But I'm part, yeah. It's interesting, um, like you know, a CPA has sure. a CPA yeah. um, organization that they can be certified in. Um, but I am part of an organization called Digital Bookkeepers Association, which is trying to correct that. Now, this may take decades. Yeah. Okay. I may not see it in my lifetime, but I'm part of that organization that's trying to change that in the United States. Yeah. That's really good. So, certification is going to be starting this next year. And I have been um, going or taking ongoing education through this organization. That is amazing. So, am I hearing you saying that we need to be very selective about the bookkeeper that we choose? Oh, my yes. Because anyone can be a bookkeeper? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I, I think yes. this is probably a good time for you to give us your information mm-hmm. uh, for the listeners. So can you just give us your email address, contact information, but also can you spell out your email address for us? Absolutely. Um, first of 
first of all, my uh, website is currentbookkeeping.com. That's C-U-R-R-A-N. B O O K K E E P I N G. Yeah, the reason I spelled that is because bookkeeping is a hard word to spell. It, it, I'm glad that you had a hard time with it because three, I had to the think about The three double it. letters. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, okay, O O K K E E. Okay. I know. Got it. <laughs> got it. So, currentbookkeeping.com. Yes. And how can our listeners reach out to you directly if they want to bypass the website and yep. contact you? Well, my email is office at currentbookkeeping.com. And my phone number is 281-305-9171. Awesome. And that's a direct line to you, correct? Yep. Perfect. Uh, well, we do. Sherry, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, um, we really appreciate you being here today. And what great information for our listeners. It is. And have you had the privilege to sit down with Sherry before? I have. Sherry and I have had a couple of one-to-ones. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So she's a great contact to have for she sure. Is. Absolutely. And she's really good at what she does. Um, but I do want to go ahead and circle back to our sponsors and thank them one more time. And again, that's Jim Butcher, who is a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank, and our editor, Mr. Pat Lee, owner of Video Envy. And now it is time for everybody's favorite part, and that is where I give my disclosure. So, Sherry, buckle up. Here, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best part, not. So, my name is Colton Cockrell, and I am with Sherry McKinley Group, LLC. Uh, we are located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities offered through Next Financial Group, Inc., member FinRecipic. Sherry McKinley Group is not affiliated with Next Financial, or not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. Whew. Okay, there it is. There it is. I know it's intense, right? Yeah, Sherry, thank you again. We appreciate you joining us today. Colton, I think we did uh, bridge the gap today. I think we did. And it's just really cool because Sherry, again, has 30 years of experience. And just tapping into that, it's fun. And I think we need to sit down even more and gain a little bit more knowledge because, again, you got a lot to give. So thank you again, Sherry, for coming out. Trisha, it's always a pleasure to sit down and talk to you. Thank you, Colton. Same back to you. And uh, listeners, thank you all. And we will talk to you all later.